Welcome back to the podcast. I'm Mike Stockins, joined with me by... Belle Jordan. Yay! <laughs> Hello! So, how's it going? How's yeah, it been? Good. Yeah, good. I'm I'm really excited, actually. I'm so excited to do a podcast with you. Yeah? Uh, um, yeah, I'm doing good, aside from being very pregnant. <laughs> yeah. Very over it now. <laughs> Bring the mic a little bit closer to you. A little closer. A little bit there closer. Yeah, cool. Um, yeah, so that's a big thing that's in your life yeah. that's happened during your stay here at legacy i know it's very exciting but... I, remember, I remember the day when jimmy mentioned it i know you knew straight away as well he's a terrible liar <laughs> he's so. the worst liar <laughs> <laughs> which he, is a good thing it is yeah it's so nice like it's it it's funny because he'll try and tell like a little white lie and i'm like i know I know you're lying. Yeah. He's like, I can't lie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I try and do it with Emily. I'll come in, you know, the, one of those things where it's like, you know, you want to trick them with something. There's yeah. something that's going to annoy them. And that, like, there wasn't something at the supermarket. Yeah. You know, something silly like that. I can't even do those. Yeah. Well, like, oh, I just want that. Yeah. And it's like, I don't know what I look like when I do that because it would be weird if you took yourself to a mirror and lied in it yeah. to see how, what I look like lying. So I, I guess I don't really know, but she's like, I can always tell when you're lying. Yeah. You know, she'll do that face like, hmm, yeah, sure. Yeah, you know. she just knows you too well. I did that to him yesterday. I was trying to lie because he dropped his phone and then I picked it up. And I was like, oh no, it's broken, it's cracked. And he was like, is it really? And he was like, no, it's not. I can tell from your voice it's not. <laughs> oh, like, no. Was like, oh no. Oh no, oh no. I just can't do it. Yeah. It's nice though. It's a good quality, I think. If yeah. Terrible at life. <laughs> but it, the, the, I remember that time because I was thinking that it was annoying because I was like, I knew. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So it's really hard that he was like, no, I, could, yeah. I don't, I don't, he, I don't know what you're talking about. It's yeah. like, first thing I said, I was like, Belle's pregnant, isn't she? He was like, no. 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 And he, he goes, no, no bro, no. Yeah. No, it's <laughs> no, totally not that. Like... <laughs> and then I remember he was telling me when you ha he had that conversation with you and then he was like, yeah, I think I got away with it, but he was giving me this knowing look. So I'm pretty sure Mike knows. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's fine. <laughs> you guys have kept a lot of secrets through tried to keep it. He messed he nearly messed up a couple of times when we went to the uh to the seminar. Oh well, what, that was before we told you all the gender. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he nearly straight away the guy was like, Oh, what's that? He was like, Oh, it's uh, and I stopped him. Yeah. I was like, Jimmy. And then he was like, Oh, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm not meant to tell anyone. I was like, oh, you were just going to tell this random guy. Yeah, I know. Instead of me, your boy. Yeah. That was so hard, though. Trying not to tell everyone the gender was, like, so difficult. Especially because all of you were trying to catch us out literally every day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Josh was know. the worst for him. I don't know, because Penn knew, because of yeah. the deliveries, and I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I didn't even think about... I think he knew, because he asked Jimmy, and he was like, uh, oh, are you having a so-and-so? And he's like, no, 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 no. And then, yeah, Penn was like, I know what they're having because he's a bad liar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He could, he definitely couldn't work for, like, the Secret Service or no, something. No. <laughs> so, oh. tattooing? Yes. How's that been while you've been on it's your... Been good. Uh, do you know what? Honestly, I, I mean, I love tattooing anyway, but I think... Tattoo, it's definitely been a bit more difficult than normal, like towards the end of, um, like before I went on maternity, I had to kind of calm down a little bit, less day sessions, less 
like torsos and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I think tattooing was actually really nice whilst I was pregnant because it was giving me like a good distraction. So mm. on the days where I was like feeling really sick or um, like my back was hurting or I was just getting a bit restless, I'd come in and then have a good day with my customer. And then it always gave me like a nice... I don't know, just like a nice distraction and stuff. Um, I guess it must feel nice to feel kind of normal as well, as yeah. well as being just pregnant, yeah. you know, as well. This yeah. Just a pregnant person. So Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and just like, it's just kind of giving me that normality. And then even in like the last few months when everyone's like, oh, you need to like take it a bit easy and stuff. And I'm like, I actually find sitting at home doing nothing makes me feel worse than when I'm yeah. just at home. You're, you mean mentally or physically? Or... Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, uh, not, well, like, yeah, like a little bit of both, but actually say like physically, mm. like just sitting there doing nothing could you, and I'd be like, oh, I'm so, I'm so achy, I just want to go to work. Yeah, well, you were like, because you just recently got your car and stuff, so you were like <laughs> walking in while you <laughs> yeah, were pregnant and stuff as well. Yeah, so but you... no, I actually felt great during that time, to be honest. That was like yeah. my second trimester. And yeah, just walking to work and stuff, I was like, I actually feel pretty good, feel pretty normal, just coming in, tattooing, working, and then starts to get to the, those later months. And then I was like, ooh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> now yeah. I'm feeling it a bit. <laughs> what do you, what, you know, the whole maternity thing? Because obviously, because you're self employed, you yeah. have your, like your, it's your own maternity you kind of take. There's no kind of, yeah, I guess there's, government things or that are in place for yeah. people when there if there's someone who is listening who might be thinking of trying for a baby or might even be going for it and thinking about it was it was it a stressful process was it it was it easy do you feel kind of uncertainty with the maternity um, kind of thing because i can imagine for normal people like you know i remember emily it was mm. like okay she was at work yeah and then they're just like you just get paid until you come back yeah and there's and your job takes care of it but for for us yeah there's some steps in place right it's definitely a lot harder i think um for me i i i kind of expected that and then the pretty much the second that i found out i was pregnant i was like okay i'm gonna have to be really organized with this because i'm self-employed and i think because i've been self-employed for years like i'm just kind of know to expect that now yeah um so i was like kind of thinking to myself how am i gonna get through maternity because i knew that obviously i'm not going to get paid um you do get government maternity pay which is like still pretty decent like it's enough to just cover my rent and stuff but yeah. i knew i would have to have savings as well so pretty much as soon as i found out i was pregnant i was just putting money aside and um figuring out how long i actually want to take off but i still don't have the luxury of taking yeah. like a full year or anything um my maternity will probably be about three or four months but mm. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, kind of stressful, but also at the same time, I think as long as you plan ahead and organise it, like, you'll be fine, so. Yeah, yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it's just it's just that extra weight, and then you've got to think about being a mother yeah. as well, and. Yeah, definitely. What do you think about that, motherhood? I'm really excited, actually. Yeah, I think, I think you'll be a good mother. Yeah, I think so. I like to think so. <laughs> yeah. I think I'm just at that point in my life now where I'm just, like, so ready for it. Mm. It just felt so right, Um and I think that me and me and James will be really cool parents, be really fun, chill parents. I when hope. When he cuts his hair. <laughs> when he cuts his hair. <laughs> um, right, Dad. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I feel really excited about it, and I think it's it's nice because 
obviously all you guys have kids as well. So all of our friends have kids and we're constantly surrounded by kids at the shop. Yeah. Um, and, and there's proof that we've done it. Yeah, like, exactly. You know, that, that's the other thing, isn't it? It's not yeah. like an unknown because you're like, yeah, yeah and, you, and you obviously hear the very honest side <laughs> from us about <laughs> having kids day to day. So, and that's really like the peak of it. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Well, it's, it, I mean, obviously you're, you're always going to have those days with, with your kids where you're like, oh my God, they're driving me crazy. But I think it's for the most part, it's, I mean, I see you guys be parents and it just looks like you have the most fun all the yeah. time. So. Kids are meant to drive you crazy. Yeah, exactly. You know, that's what they're there for. Yeah. They're there to keep you young. Yeah, you know? but it's like a sprinkle of that with loads of great times and stuff as well. Yeah. In, so I'm excited. I can't mm. wait to like do all like little traditions and stuff like Christmas oh, and yeah. going on holidays. Yeah, <laughs> that's the best bit. And to, to actually have that because th there seems to be like that period where – in your youth, say like Christmas, for example. Yeah. Christmas was a really like fun time as a kid. And then when yeah. you grow older, like I still loved Christmas, but then you kind of like, you know, you, you start doing different things and you're yeah. a bit older and you feel like, am I falling out of it? Then when you have kids, it all comes yeah, back all and Christmas magic. is great. I hate yeah. it when I'm in the shop and I ask people, not, not about, you know, not like I hate them, but when people don't like Christmas. Because I'm I like, don't how? I, I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't understand. And and I don't like to pry just in case there's something deeper to it. Like someone, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something bad might happen around that time or yeah. something like that. They, or they just don't mind. But when people are like, I just don't like everyone's like happy all the time and it's all fake and all this stuff. And I'm there yeah. like, that's great. I'd rather people be <laughs> nice for one month of the year. Yeah. You know, even if it's kind of forced yeah, by Christmas, you know. <laughs> I love it. I mean, I'm a December baby, so I've just always loved Christmas oh, yeah. so much. Um, it's just the best time of year. And James is December, right? Yeah, he's literally yeah. a week before mine. <laughs> going to do a big one or? Um, I guess you're to see, not. right? Yeah. yeah, probably not this year um, just because we'll have the baby and stuff. But, yeah, I just want to do like cute Cambridge Christmas things with mm. the baby. Yeah. <laughs> so nice. Oh, because on the 9th of December there's a um, a pagan – festival you weren't in when i said this the other day there's a pagan um christmas fair oh and they do like they do decorations and they have like it's like it seems like a crafts fair but they have like people that read your future and oh, you know that sounds fun <laughs> yeah all this stuff we're gonna go on december the 9th yeah yeah so. well hopefully if the baby's not late then can join yeah 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 so that would be quite cute wrap them up yeah. in their little snow outfit yeah i love doing that stuff at christmas just getting all wrapped up and especially in cambridge because it's so pretty mm. and so christmasy as well i love it yeah so yeah i'm really excited for all that stuff <laughs> so when you were coming to the shop because you'll come to legacy you obviously you lived on the other side of the world then yeah. so you come all the way from uh canada yep but you you were never originally from Canada. So we've no. known each other for a while, but not as much as we know each other now. Yeah, but we knew each other from the tattoo circuit. So you yeah. went out to... Yeah, I went out there in 2018, I think. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I was out there for four years. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, yeah, moved out there. Where, that was when I moved from London. So I lived in London before then. And then, yeah, moved out to Canada. Um and then, yeah, obviously I had COVID in Canada and stuff, so that was fun. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, like, I still had a great time there. I made some amazing friends in Canada who 
I'm still really good friends with now and they come over. I literally saw two of my friends from Canada literally two weeks ago. They came to Cambridge oh, they did. to come visit. Yeah. Oh, Which nice. Which is really nice. Yeah. Yeah, because some come not that long ago yeah, in before April. that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah well, what, uh, so my friends, Jess and Kaylee, they came to see me in April and May and then Kaylee and her boyfriend Jay came this time. We had oh. a little Cambridge day, which was really nice. Yeah, so, yeah. that's nice. Yeah. They get to see you. In your motherhood mode as well, yeah, I which know. is nice. <laughs> yeah, my friend Kaylee. So when she last saw me, I think I was only three months pregnant. So I wasn't really showing yet. And then she saw me two weeks ago and she was like, oh, my God, you're massive. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I know. I'm just like the only, I think only women can say that to each other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if you had a dude like, say that. <laughs> you're very pregnant. I was like, yeah. I know, I'm very pregnant now. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so you had... Then before those, because there might be like people that are listening because you had this this whole new thing. Yeah. You know, your new thing is tattooing. Yes. Really it, in like the last couple of years, you would say, or was it longer than that um, from when you started learning? So I started learning just after COVID. I mean, the COVID times were like a little bit different in Canada. Like we definitely mm. didn't have it as strict as you guys. So I started learning, I think it was like September... 2020 yeah I think it because it's been three years so it was three years in September since I've been tattooing including um. my apprenticeship um so yeah yeah I think yeah three years now nice yeah so it's got it's gone so Come a long quick. way from then as well yeah I think I think definitely coming to legacies made me progress like crazy that's good um to hear. <laughs> yeah well I mean it, I think just at Legacy, there's just always help when you need it. There's always, like, guidance and stuff. And everyone always constantly encourages and motivates each other. And I just think, like, that's really done wonders for me, being in yeah. the shop. So, yeah, I love it. <laughs> but before, you were yeah. a, you're an influencer. Yeah. Yeah, the YouTuber. world of influencing YouTubing. I was really surprised because I'd seen some of your videos following you on Instagram and stuff. I'd saw your kind of like videos from years ago that you did like that. But then yeah. I didn't realize how popular it was yeah. when you showed me your YouTube channel. Yeah. You know, and it was really, really big. <laughs> I know. You know. Yeah, well, it was my it was like my full-time job for uh five or six years. Like that's all I did was just work for myself doing YouTube and, What's that like? and stuff. I really, it's really weird because I, I loved it, but also felt so overwhelmed by it at the same time. Yeah, because everyone wants to get into this, right? They feel, yeah. feel like it's the freedom route, yeah. right? Of like, you know, you don't yeah. have to have a job or because you're your own boss. Mm -hmm. You could be in your own house and you get to create whatever kind of thing you want. Yeah. But explain that. Do you think that was like, did you find that was it? or I felt like... So in the beginning, when I first started YouTube, I felt like it was just so much fun because it was just constantly creating videos. And anytime I felt inspired, I was like, oh, I'm going to film that for YouTube and then put that on YouTube. And I started YouTube when I, I still had another job. I worked for Mac, um, do makeup there. Um, and then, yeah, like I really loved it in the beginning and I really loved creating content. But then the more that my channel took off, the more I felt like I just constantly had to create content like mm. all the time. There was a demand to me almost. Yeah, yeah. and then it, it got to a point where it's like if I wasn't filming anything in my life, I felt guilty and I just had this like work guilt. So I know a lot of people think 
um, you know, you, and, and don't get me wrong, like YouTube is amazing and it's such a cool job to have and to have that freedom. Um, but it was a lot of work constantly. There was pretty much, I'd probably say like five nights of the week, I'd be up till two o'clock in the morning editing videos and content and stuff. Like, it's just quite labor intensive as well. Yeah. What we know from, you know, yeah. I speak to you about the podcast and the film and stuff. It's like, it's not just an overnight thing no. where you're, you have to learn all the stuff and you've got yeah. to film it, you've got to do all the lighting then. Yeah, definitely. That's the thing. Even before you film a video, you have to spend about two hours setting up lighting and yeah. cameras and microphones and stuff. And it was just, it was, it, I'd, I'd probably say it's like literally two different full-time jobs like rolled into one because you're also, you're not just filming and doing makeup and doing the fun side. You also have to do all the like techie stuff and all the editing and everything as well. So it, I loved it so much um, and I do really miss it. I would love to create some like content again. Yeah, you've mentioned that you wanted to make some. So do you think yeah. that you'll do a crossover where you're doing it tattoo and with your old stuff or is that old stuff kind of gone? So explain what you used to do before for anyone that doesn't know so I the used, channel and stuff. Yeah, so my, my channel was makeup based because before I was tattooing, I was makeup artist. Um, and I used to just do primarily makeup tutorials and, um, like vlogs and just kind of girly YouTube videos. So it's still creative. Yeah, still creative. Yeah. yeah. And I, I like really loved it. Um, but I think if I was going to go back to doing anything like that now, I would probably adapt my content to the person that I am now, just cause sure. obviously this was, oh God, over three years ago when all I wanted to do was just sit and play with makeup all the time. Yeah. And now obviously going to be a mum and just, I'll probably do more lifestyle stuff um, mm. as well as like a bit of makeup as well. So I'll, I'll always love doing that. But <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because you've retained quite a lot of, you know, the, I say the fan base yeah. from it. You've retained quite a lot of that, especially yeah. from you know, throughout your platforms on yeah. there. Yeah. The platform's definitely still there. Um, I just, yeah, took a step back from it to concentrate on tattooing for a while, which is what I always really wanted to do. Like that was always in the back of my head that I wanted to tattoo. So, yeah. Do you yeah. think you're going to get into the crossover of the, uh, makeup and tattooing? Yeah, I think tattoo so. Tattoo makeup. Yeah. I yeah. think you can definitely do it. Like there's some influencers that I follow that do, um, yeah, like makeup and like style kind of content, but then they're also tattoo artists and they... They don't really cross the content over. They have like two separate platforms, but you can definitely do both, I think. Yeah, but I mean tattooing makeup. Oh, what, like semi-permanent makeup? Yeah, yeah, or like no. the, you know, when people do eyebrows and eyelid, uh, eyelashes and... Do you know what's really funny? Lips and stuff like that. Because is it Liz Cook she does them? Oh, really? Is, no, I is it? Yeah, I think she does. Oh, okay. I think I've seen... Maybe, maybe I'm getting the person mixed up. But um, yeah, I've, I've seen a bunch of... It was a tattooer that has started. Yeah. No, I say started. They've been doing it for a while now yeah. and they do like lips and oh, that's cool. things like that. Yeah. Do you know what's really funny? Even though I tattoo people for a living, I'm so scared of tattooing people's makeup. And yeah. I, I, it just seems so scary and daunting to me to like be tattooing someone's face because I don't do face tattoos. So. And, and I guess because makeup is so interchangeable, like, and you would know, for, I guess, from reviewing. I guess that your channel did a lot of reviews on makeup yeah. and start showing different styles and all that. Every video that you showed, you look different in it because obviously you're changing your makeup all the time. Yeah. But if you tattoo it, 
there's no taking it away. Yeah, that's what I mean. you better like red lips because yeah. that's what you got. Yeah, you know? and like, and I think like us women as well, like we're very particular with our makeup. Like we like things a certain way, and I think I. If I, I don't know, I could do someone's brows and just do them slightly wrong and then I'd feel so guilty if someone was like, I don't look the same or I don't like them. Or... Yeah, but you have so many years of experience. Yeah. Because you know, they're saying you used to work in Mac and, yeah. you know, you had a channel dedicated to it and stuff. It's like, it's quite a a good foundation to kind of start something like that from. Yeah. It's not like you're just starting from... Yeah. I think... You I just mean, put your makeup on, yeah? I think you know? I could definitely do it, but it... It does really scare me. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Yeah. And like the thought of tattooing like someone's lips as well. That's so scary. <laughs> I don't even know how much they hold that. I think it lasts for like a year or two, I think. Okay. Yeah. But, oh my God, it's so scary. <laughs> you always notice when people do it with the machine. We had a woman that come in one time into the shop and like just the tattooer down the road did it. And it was yeah. like, you know, those really like thin eyebrows from like the 90s. Yeah. She got them tattooed on and she was asking to like laser them at the time when we had the laser shop upstairs. And um, they were so bad. Oh, no. They were so bad. Oh, no. Yeah. And like that's the thing is like he obviously, he's never put on makeup in his life. He's just been like, she said, she was like, well, I drew them on and he just tattooed them. Yeah. But it's like. Oh. So he was a tattoo artist, not a semi, like he didn't do semi permanent. No, he just <gasps> tattooed. Yeah. Oh, that's so terrifying. I know. <laughs> And they were just like these humongous like lines, oh, like no. oh bless her, fourteen round shader eyelash oh, eyebrows. No. <laughs> <laughs> I can't even imagine. <laughs> it was literally like oh, um, no. oh bless her. No, I won't go into it too much, but um, yeah, it was it was very kind of like teetering on the edge of blown out, you know that yeah. thickness, you know. It's like a whole other because even the inks are different as well, so. It, even though it is tattooing, it's just like a whole other thing in itself. Because you, I think your your equipment has to be so different, and like your technique and stuff. So yeah, there's a lot of companies that do the the crossovers. Yeah, you know, like FKIs, they have their was it MUAs that the, yeah yeah they yeah, have yeah. their kind of brand yeah stuff on that. I think Quadrant do now as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not surprised. There was probably a lot of money to make in it because yeah. those some of the companies. I don't know if it's kind of like a little bit pyramid schemey, yeah. but they're like you have to use our machines and yeah, you know, and you can only buy our needles. And I don't understand that because like no. surely if you learn to tattoo strands, the strands of hair really fine, that yeah. it's just needles. I don't know. I've I've always thought this though because you know I've, I've always noticed that semi permanent makeup cartridges are more expensive than tattoo they ones. They are, yeah, and, and then they I look think, different. Like, yeah, well, they look a bit thinner. Yeah, but then I'm like, surely the needle needles are kind of similar. Like, the, it, yeah, I don't know. That's what I mean. Yeah, I, I, I noticed I, the quadrant ones because they were pink, and I was like, oh, pink cartridges. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's cool. And then I was like, oh, they're for semi permanent makeup. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they don't do fourteen rounds. I was like, oh, I want pink cartridges. <laughs> Oh, give me a 15 curved mag, please. <laughs> yeah, I do, but they look kind of like capillaries, like the needles, yeah. you know? They do a little bit. Like they look pains. more surgical. Mm. So I don't, I, I don't know. But I always look at them and just feel like, well, this tattooer that I was talking about, and maybe it is, you know, her, um, she just does it with tattoo machine stuff. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and her stuff looks really, really good. Yeah. You know, so... Yeah, I think so. I think if you had like a really soft machine, like kind of like my machine, I think yeah. you could do 
make up with it quite easy. Because you think just all those fine lines that you do, like you do in your work, yeah. you just be like, they're just eyebrows. Yeah. Lines. I think I could definitely do it. <laughs> I think it's just more the idea of it that scares yeah. me. Yeah. Um, I'm like, oh, God. And I guess so many people are doing it, are they? Because Dorigan's doing yeah. some as well now. Well, yeah. she's doing it's a little bit different. She's like it? microblading, so it's yeah. like a... Slicing. It's not a machine, yeah. yeah. She was doing an eyebrow on her leg the other day and it just looks so traumatic. On her leg? <laughs> yeah, she was just doing like a little practice eyebrow on her leg. But oh, it looks I didn't like, hear about that. Yeah, it, it like, they look like tiny little razor blades and then she's yeah. like kind of marking the hair strokes in and me and Chris were watching her do it. This just looks really scary. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it. It's kind of it looks like a literally looks like a like you're slicing. Yeah. Yeah. Oh no. So you just slice it and then then put the ink in? No, I think the ink's like you you still dip it. Oh okay. Just, yeah. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you're known for your black and grey work. Is yes. that something that you've always kind of pursued in there? Is that the the kind of style that you you know, prefer the most, or yeah, is that kind yeah, of... yeah? Well, I I love doing black and grey. I um, when I was an apprentice, I I always wanted to learn both, and I wanted to just tattoo anything that I could, um, as long as it was just as long as I was tattooing, I was happy. Yeah. Um, and I also kind of had the attitude that anything I tattoo, I can like learn and take things from. But then the more that I kind of progressed in my apprenticeship, the more I was like, I love doing black and grey. Like I feel like when I'm doing a drawing and when I'm designing something, I think of it in black and grey. I don't think of things in colour. Okay. Um, which is funny because that's like me and Jess had that conversation, Jess from Sharp. Yeah. Um, and she always thinks of stuff in colour. Same with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's so really hard like, for me to picture the other side. Yeah, yeah. So she's like, oh, I'm always thinking, oh, what colours can I use for this? And like, what, what can, how can I... I don't know what colours would work well for this anime girl that I'm doing. And then with me, I'm always just thinking, how can I shade that? Or where would where would my light source be on that? And oh, so you'll go for just for the shadow aspect yeah. then. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And I've always kind of thought of things like that. And I've just I've just always really, really enjoyed black and grey. Mm. Um and it's funny because for for so long I was like, I love black and grey and I really want to just like follow black and grey, but I feel like I have to be doing colour too. And then when I called you to ask you for a job and I was like, oh, yeah, I feel like I should be doing more colour and because Legacy is such a colour shop as well. Mm. And you were like, if you really love black and grey, just lean into it. Just do, just lean into what yeah. you love doing. And then, yeah, that kind of stuck with me. And I was like, yeah, actually, maybe I will. <laughs> yeah, because that's the thing. It's like if you, you know, obviously if you're, for your craft, you probably want to learn everything anyway yeah. and you have the opportunity to do that. So you're not going to kind of suffer in that aspect. But then with black and grey, like I'm always a keen advocate for like just your strengths, you yeah. know, like always utilise your yeah. strengths. Yeah, definitely. As long as it's not hindering something else, you know. Yeah. But like how can it if it's your strength, yeah. you know. And I still will do colour as well. Like I did a colour tattoo like a month ago, just before I went on maternity you leave. You bust the reds out a lot. Yeah, it's interesting that you say that about the um, seeing in the in shades yeah. in, instead of um, seeing in colour. Because sometimes when I'm doing a piece, it's kind of more, sometimes it can be dictated by the colour. Yeah. So when you go into like a designing kind of process for something, do yeah. you, what is like the first thing you kind of look out for? 
um, for me, contrast, like where oh, I want to okay. make things like really contrasty and like put more like black into it. And then also, because I like doing soft black and grey as well, like where I can make things a bit more soft and yeah, that's just kind of my design process. <laughs> yeah. That makes any sense at all. Yeah, 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 it does. <laughs> yeah, because it's, it's the same really for me in, in looking at that sense, because mine would be like, I guess mine's the same for looking for contrast in the colours, you yeah. know, of, of kind of looking for that or something that colours may look yeah. similar or focal points or whatever. But yeah. yeah, for some reason, I just don't know. It's like, it's one of those things where with black and grey, like I could do a black and grey tattoo, but it, it when I saw, see some black and grey tattoos and there's obviously that clear understanding, yeah. there's obviously a different jump to it. Because yeah. Josh has the same. He used to do colour years ago, but yeah. he hated it. Yeah. And yeah, me and Josh he... are very similar, I think, with how we feel about colour. We're both mm. like, we just really like doing black and grey. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I guess it's just um, for, would you go around a subject matter or is it just around like based around your client or is it like? Um, probably, yeah, probably like the subject. I mean, I do loads of flowers and kind of nature stuff. Mm. um so yeah i kind of i'll do the drawing and then i'll be like okay where do i want to make this like really dark in areas just to kind of like add that contrast and then the rest of it i'll be like oh now i want to make this really soft and like delicate and like yeah i guess that's kind of how i think about things it's so hard yeah. trying to describe your design process i think <sighs> yeah i know it is hard because yeah. um you kind of just do it yeah isn't it and it's you, hard to you don't like, really think about it, it. yeah <laughs> yeah i think and like sometimes i mean i don't know about you like do you have like because you do so much bright color and stuff do you do a drawing and then think oh i want to put like loads of red and like red loads of blue in this and that's kind of how you yeah. go yeah i um i always i go by color palette first oh what before you've even done drawing yeah so say if i've been given an idea for something so someone says a leopard right i know typically what a leopard would look like right from and the colors that i could use within the inks or whatever but because i want it to kind of stand out from other tattoos maybe that i've done previous or whatever yeah i will try and find a a color scheme so what i'll do is like it then I'll go into my kind of referencing mode where I'd be like, say, go onto Pinterest or something. And then I will type in things like desert temple or or jungle temple landscape or something. And then I might find something that is, it's in the realms of what it would be because it's a habitat or something. But then I would find something, there might be some photography or something like that. And then I would take the colors from that as like a palette that's so cool and then i'll design it around the thing so say yeah. if there's a sunset for example it would be like i would obviously have dark yeah. to light right so i'd go black and then it'll be like a blue that's on the purple side yeah and then purple that will then mix into orange that kind of purple and then i've got and then i've got my tones for my um light uh, for my um leopard so yeah. i've got yellow into bright into whatever right into its natural skin kind of tone but i'm taking it from a sunset so then when i apply that to then the leopard the leopard will be all the shadow in is the dark side so the purples and the yeah. blues and everything underneath it That's to so define its muscle and then on top it will be all the light colors so then i separate it like that yeah that's and so interesting that you do like the color 
you think about that first before the drawing. Yeah, because it's normally the hardest bit. And I think yeah. people find that it's the hardest bit because they get burnt out for drawing so long. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, so yeah. you get to the end of it and you're going, oh, fuck, and now that's actually giving me more direction because yeah. I'm like, oh, and now I can have it like peering in a certain way because yeah. it'll make sense with the light. That does make, know? yeah, that does make sense because it probably really inspires you for the drawing part as well because you're thinking, yeah. oh, actually, I want really want this like sunset in the background with these colours. Mm. So I'm going to draw it. Yeah, yeah or like even this. use the temple in it. Yeah. Or, yeah, that's really cool. That's way cooler than my design process. There's <laughs> <laughs> just me like, yeah, I just kind of draw a flower and then I'm like, oh, where do I want to put some black? <laughs> but I don't, I don't actively think that. I don't yeah. go like, oh, I'm going to do my design process now and do yeah. it like, yeah, you don't I just think do that. Yeah. yeah, and sometimes that actually come from because I like to draw in the morning but I hate going to bed not knowing what I'm doing because yeah. it, it kind of gets off my my mind so yeah. I will do all my referencing the night before so I, 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 I used to do that to prepare mm -hmm. but then I noticed that it was almost like I was gathering all the information yeah you know and then when I get up in the morning and do it yeah. on the mornings I want to design it's really clear yeah I, I I kind of do that as well I get all my reference and everything ready and then I'll do like a rough sketch, like a just like the composition. Yeah. And then and then in the morning, that's when I like to draw it. I just feel like drawing in the morning, I feel so much more refreshed and kind of ready to draw. Like sometimes that, when I start drawing at night, I'm a bit like, oh, I've just had a really long day tattooing. Mm. And I'm tired. It's and mentally really, draining. Like. Yeah, and and I really really want to give this drawing like everything. So then I'll just like get up early. But I mean that's it's kind of a luxury because I live so close to the shop yeah that i can that i can do that and then usually obviously i'll come in early to the shop and just draw in the shop in the morning as well so mm. yeah yeah it's nice but yeah my design process i'm like thinking about it now and i'm just like yeah it's really hard to describe like just um how you how you plan things but yeah, I'm still a bit, still a bit of a baby tattooer though. <laughs> so, yeah, I guess you still have so much to learn because so I've been tattooing much. for like 15, 16 years yeah, now. Yeah, exactly. I would say my creative process is better that now than yeah. ever. Yeah. You know, because like I understand it more. Yeah, definitely. Within the last couple of years, yeah. you know, it's really kind of been like, you know, this is how I apply. Is there bits about my work that I want to work on? 100%, but yeah. I don't think that ever kind of goes Yeah. until you give up, Yeah. you know. Really? Yeah, yeah, definitely. There's always something that you want to improve and learn on and stuff. But yeah. 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 You're you're very efficient. You're a very efficient tattoo artist. I think I think it comes across efficient <laughs> on the outside. Yeah, really. But yeah, I don't know how internally that translates with myself yeah. sometimes. And it's taken a very long time to battle that to get yeah. to the efficiency, you yeah. know, the in yeah. in air quotes yeah you and josh as well like both of you are like it just yeah from the outside i'm just like you both come into work and you've just got a really cool drawing prepared and you know exactly what you're doing and then both of you are usually done by like half three in the yeah afternoon yeah i know as well. yeah. and then me and jess are still bumbling around like um. <laughs> well i think that's it it's like every artist has their process don't they yeah no, nothing's wrong yeah you know that's the kind of beauty about this job and you're wrong if you're absolutely dog shitting on someone like yeah. you know and it's you know th there's obviously a technique to everything to make it heal good and to make it not you know absolutely yeah. destroy someone's life but um i just mean how they get to being creative because like yeah. i've worked with artists where they'll just be like 
say Ant Cole for a for a um, example. Yeah, he's a flawless tattooer, and he'll just turn up like five minutes before your appointment and ask you what you want, and they're like, "Oh, it's like a jungle sleeve," and he's like, "Okay." And we'll just mad. draw it all. That's and so it'll be really good. And I'm like, dude, I could never do that. <laughs> I'd have a full-on anxiety attack. Yeah. And he <laughs> he's yeah, he's just he just not it's not that he doesn't it's just care. his process. It's just that's just his process. Yeah. It's just like, oh, like, you know, he enjoys like football and things like that. And maybe him watching um football and having his own downtime prepares him for being a better artist on the yeah. day, you know, so he can actually focus and you know, do all that stuff because his work speaks for itself. Yeah. So you oh, couldn't yeah, go, amazing. yeah, you couldn't go, oh, that's wrong. Yeah. You shouldn't do that. <laughs> like, you know, because... It works for him, it works for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because there'll be, you know, thousands of people that'll be like, I'd love to tattoo like him. Yeah. You know? Yeah, definitely. So there's no wrong way and that's no. the that's the best bit about it, I think. Oh, yeah, know? definitely. But it does yeah. change because I, I, I had a lot of my, you know, my times was because of... Uh, you know, having kids and stuff. Yeah, you have to adapt, which I, I've already thought about that as well. I'm thinking, oh, yeah, how I draw tattoos and the time I spend on tattoos. and well, Actually, no, not the time I spend on tattoos, but kind of my time management with drawing and everything is going to have to change a lot, Yeah, um, when, especially when I've got, like, a young baby. So, um, yeah. But I think what I'd probably do is, yeah, just in the first few months, just maybe tattoo less days a week but just have more time to draw as well so that I'm not I mean I wouldn't ever rush a drawing anyway but I just want to make sure I've got enough time to spend on the tattoos that I'm doing rather than just trying to like quickly draw stuff for the sake of it and stuff I would never yeah. want to do that so yeah 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 I, the thing is is with with babies and all that timekeeping stuff is like babies love routine anyway yeah so exactly. if you can fit it in the routine then it's yeah. great you know yeah I think it is just a case of getting a new routine going and it's kind of it's nice because obviously James works at the shop as well, so we'll both be like splitting our time, and mm. I think we'll just get into a routine where we're like, oh, I'm working this day, you're working this day, so whilst I'm at home with the baby, I'll be drawing, and then whilst he's at home with the baby, he'll be drawing. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. I think it'll actually, well, hopefully, <laughs> work out pretty well. I think it gives you such purpose. Yeah. That for me, like having kids was a very big, you know push for myself in my career because it's like do or die now yeah. kind of thing as that sounded very dramatic honestly yeah. but do you know what I mean <laughs> do like <or> die. yeah <laughs> but it's very like you know you're you've got someone to provide for someone yeah. to that relies on you and yeah. stuff like that so you can't slack you no. know and it doesn't yeah. feel as pressured as that because you almost feel it's a natural obligation that you have yeah as like a mother or a father that you just it just naturally comes over you yeah, you know to definitely. be like so you don't even notice you're not going oh, i need to force myself to work or i need to force yeah. to do this because it just comes you know and yeah like, definitely and i don't think i would ever i don't think tattooing could ever make me feel like that either like i i love my job so much um but yeah i think it does give you an, a different kind of motivation i think when You've got someone at home depending on you, and that's you not just, just wanna... Stanley anymore. Yeah, that's not just Stanley. <laughs> um, and yeah, someone, and also like just wanting to give them a nice life as well. You know, like take yeah. them on nice holidays and have nice Christmases, and mm. yeah, it's like a different kind of motivation, which is actually really nice. Like to think about instead of just being like, oh, I've got to do all these tattoos this week just because I want a tattoo. It's now it's like, oh, I'm doing all these tattoos this week because I want to tattoo, but also. 
I've got my little baby at home that yeah. I want to go and what would treat be, them. Yeah, what would be, be interesting is doing this again in like six months' time. Yeah. And I'll probably like, I'm You're so probably, tired. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was a terrible dessert. <laughs> Everyone, so do not do it. Yeah, I'm so tired. I've got no time for anything. <laughs> I think I'll be okay. Well, we'll probably do some more before yeah. six months anyway. That's quite a long yeah. time. Maybe I'll be less nervous as well. I'm still really nervous about doing this podcast. I don't know why. I was just like really nervous. I think it, it's, you know, you put a lot of your, if we're talking about things quite frank and yeah. like between us, like we really, we're talking like we would talk to each other yeah. usually. But then you don't ever have something, someone listening out for what you're talking about. Yeah. And I guess the thing for me is about podcasting and stuff like that is that there's so many judgmental people out there that yeah. you feel like, oh, am I going to say something that someone's really judgmental oh God, about yeah. or I didn't even see because people are quite sensitive to certain subjects as well. So it's like, and then you kind of review what you talk yeah. about. But it's, It was the same when I was on YouTube as well. I'd be really worried about just saying one thing that someone would take the wrong way and yeah. it'd be something so innocent as well and then someone would be like um well actually that's not right and i'd be like oh okay sorry i didn't mean mm. it like that yeah mate i just get it on my instagram all the time people just yeah absolutely... your comments are mad yeah i know <laughs> sometimes i scroll through them and i'm like what on earth like I don't understand. <laughs> people just fighting all day. If yeah. I go on my phone, it'd be like, you have a thousand comments and it's just people fighting. Yeah, like full on arguing and then and then you're just, you're not even like responding no, I'm not to even responding just people there. arguing amongst themselves. Yeah, they're literally just, yeah, I don't even check it. When it when it shows like, it shows me a post that I know that people are fighting on. Yeah. And because it's never directed really at me, it's the subject in in its thing yeah. I, at least i don't ever look at it that way i'm no, just like no, it's never directed yeah i'm like i don't care these people yeah. would be fighting on someone else's post either i bet they've got a list of posts they fight on you know yeah probably so you know i just don't look at them yeah you know you've got way too much time in the day when you're arguing with people in instagram comments yeah, I know. i'm like have you not got anything better to do sometimes i give the time though yeah, yeah. Sometimes you give like a really sassy comment. It's always yeah. like the best comment. <laughs> so. I'll sit there and I'll be like, I've, I've thought about this for a couple of days now, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Yeah. Joe's comments were really witty as well. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's funny because... They're to spark more comments though. Yeah. It's all tactics. It's literally there <laughs> it's for tactics. algorithm boost. You just be like, you could just say the most ridiculous thing and they're just like, oh, just yeah. go at you. People get... It's funny because you... I think, yeah, because like sometimes you'll write the like, like a really sarcastic comment, like a really like dry, witty comment, and then like the people that are arguing, they they don't get what you've said. Yeah, yeah. At all. I remember there was one where some guy like said to me, he was just like critiquing my like free tutorial that I gave out, where he was like, "I think your tutorials are too fast. I can't see what's going on. Oh, no. There's no point in that all this stuff." And I was like, "I'm sorry." I, I can't remember what I'm I sure, wrote back. I think I remember. Yeah. You're like, I'm sorry my free tutorial. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry my free tutorial enough. isn't good enough. I'll do a better <laughs> free one next time. And then he replied back going, thanks, mate. And everyone in the thing was like, fuck you, mate. <laughs> like, it's so dumb. But was the YouTube comment section bad? Because it's a different type of breed of people. Do you know what's there. funny with you? So YouTube has this, um, they've got like this feature where they hide mean comments. So okay. for eight, for years, I was like, I don't really get that many mean comments on YouTube. Like, 
it's actually okay. Like oh, maybe I'm maybe I'm doing something right. And then um, there was just like one day I was watching some girl's YouTube video and she was like, oh yeah, so I went through the hidden comments section on my YouTube. And I was thinking, oh my god, what is that? <laughs> no, don't tell me. And, this <laughs> I went and I went and I looked, and there was literally like thousands of like really no. mean comments, and most of them like weren't from subscribers or anything. It's just from like yeah. random people on the internet. Yeah, and they've got a picture of like an anime girl as their, yeah. as their yeah. screen icon. You're and like, I was just reading through these comments, and I was just thinking, oh my god, these people are horrible. Yeah. <laughs> and then for years, I was like, oh. I thought I'd gotten away with it, but yeah, no, YouTube just has like a really good feature for hiding them. So mm. yeah. <laughs> I'll post um everyone's like, oh, you should get on the YouTube shorts, you know? And I'm just yeah. like, yeah, okay then. And try and do every other platform to try and spread out, I guess, you know, and that always end up just going back to Instagram, even even yeah. with its pits and falls or whatever. But um I will post some of my work on there and I'll put it on Instagram. Everyone's like, yay, cool. Yeah. And then I post it on YouTube and everyone's like, this fucking sucks. <laughs> like, you know, and I'm there like, yo, what the hell? <laughs> like, it can be, people can be so horrible on the internet. It's like, oh my God. It used, oh. to, it used to get to me, you know, yeah, years back. But now do. I'm like. Yeah. Oh, Same with me shit. as well. Yeah. Like back in the, because, well, when I first started on YouTube, I was like 21, 22. So that's yeah, like 10 it's years quite ago. a vulnerable age as well for that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. So like things would really get to me, especially if someone was attacking my, oh, I really couldn't care less anymore, but if someone was attacking my appearance or something, yeah. then I'd be like, oh, that's a bit of a bummer. And I did one video where it was um, a tattoo tour and I had so many hate comments on that one. Oh, really? Yeah, because I had like loads of, ta I'd still had loads of tattoos. I got quite heavily tattooed quite quickly um and there was just loads of people like, you look a mess you're a state oh my God. i think when you're younger it really gets you and then as you get older you're just you just think i don't care i really couldn't give a shit anymore. yeah i wonder when that goes and why i think it's because you understand that these people are always going to be yeah these miserable yeah. cynical twats yeah and also you just think what you, do you really have nothing better do, to do with your time? I've got a hundred other things that I could be doing with my yeah, time yeah. rather than commenting horrible stuff to people. But mm. yeah, that I mean, that was another thing. Going back to like doing YouTube and stuff, and that was another thing that I think just got a bit much for me in the end. Just yeah, just having people be so opinionated on every single thing that I did. So. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess you're kind of opening the doors for that as well, aren't you? Because you you're do, you're kind yeah. of like you're exposing them to your life and they're kind yeah. of like they feel obligated to yeah. engage with it and yeah. you can't control if it's positive or negative. And that's no, the thing. So it's like thing. you're so putting why yourself care? out there. Yeah. yeah. So you, you have know. to take the bad with the good. But for me, I just couldn't really take the bad very well. Yeah. Um, I know. Yeah. I think I probably could now. I think I'm at a point in my life now where I think if I if I was to get comments, like some of the comments that I used to get, it w it really would just go over my head. Mm. But I think there was, yeah, just, you know, five, six years ago, it used to just get to me a lot more, so. <laughs> yeah, it's weird because, you know, a lot of, I, I can't remember who I was having a conversation with and there was like, 
Yeah, but it must get to you because it's like all the time. If someone sent me a comment like that, I'd think about it for days. But I'm like, it's different though. When you have like an Instagram that's smaller or personal and it's just your day-to-day stuff and you're not trying it, you're not actively trying to grow it. You just have it for your friends. And someone comes and writes a shitty thing on your thing. That's quite out of the blue. You'd be like, yo, what the fuck? Like, you know, who's this person? Why are they saying that? There's a lot of things to kind of consider in that. You know, but for me... that. Anyone can have access to it, you know, mm-hmm. really. And they're not always going to be nice people, no, you know. No. So they come on and they tell me their two cents about my drawings or whatever, like, yeah. your shit, your shit illustrating, yeah. you know. It's when it's personal, that's when it's like, okay, this kind of sucks now. <laughs> yeah, I remember one, it was actually coming up to Christmas where um, someone uh, said they were glad that my son was sick at the time. Oh, my God, that's yeah. horrible. When he had, on earth would anyone say that? Yeah, Phoenix had, um, you know, he was only like three or four and he had like, he um, had those problems with his kidneys. Yeah. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He had, it's like a really rare condition where they were like shutting down and stuff like that. And and he would be sick all the time. And yeah, some guy, like, I remember I only posted it like once you know, because it was kind of like an informative post for my clients to be like, I might have to cancel sometimes, Yeah, you know. And, um, yeah, so I... Think I, I remember I, that, actually. Yeah, so I had a yeah. lot, loads of people reached out, you know, and were really, really kind about mm-hmm. it. And then, you know, that's the thing is you get all them all day and then you get that one where someone's like, I'm glad that your son... Yeah, and they're the ones yeah. that stick with you as well. Yeah, and you're like, yeah. what the fuck? Like, I remember that was really... yeah. You know, because it's about your kid as well. Yeah, if it was about you, you'd be like, oh, whatever. But when yeah, it's your, yeah. when it's your child, it's like you're glad. Yeah. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you, bro? Obviously, a lot is yeah, wrong with I'm that not. person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is hard. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. But that's that's what happens, unfortunately, when you do start creating content and putting yourself out there. You will get people like that. Mm. Um, the dark side. Everyone dark wants to tra- chase the. The bridge or the road with yeah. the more K's and more followers and all yeah. that stuff, and you got to be prepared. Always, yeah, it's not all what it's cracked up to be. I w- mm. I've always been really honest about that. Um, in that, you know, and especially nowadays because so many kids, that's what they want to do with their life. They want to be on YouTube and TikTok and making content and stuff. And I just think pe- people need to be aware that it's not all, you know, this like lifestyle that put a lot of influencers put out like oh you get all like free stuff and you go on traveling all the time and filming all this cool stuff like there is also a darker more sinister side to it that's not the most fun so and if you're you know you've got these people all day yeah kind of almost essentially bullying you online yeah definitely and if you're really susceptible to that you know and not really um understanding you know what's going on you think and you take it personally yeah you it's enough to break someone oh yeah because they gang up like there'll be literally there'll be people my thing they i'm like do these people know each other yeah do they like get together no i know and do it's like a troll farm it is yeah yeah and it doesn't matter it doesn't matter how much you think you have thick skin and you can handle it it gets to a point where anyone just is like, I yeah. can't actually take that today. Yeah, so they do the fuck up, you reply video. Yeah, and you wake <laughs> up and you've had a really bad, you know, you're not, you're not feeling great. You've not been having a good week or a good few days or whatever. And then the first thing you see when you wake up is just some like nasty comments online. You're like, oh, 
yeah. can't deal with this today. <laughs> My um, uh, the guy I tattooed this week, he come down from Australia, and he was like, "Oh, didn't you see like the the hate page you have or whatever?" And I was like, "Yo, what?" what? Apparently, there's a bunch of tattooers that hate me in Australia. Really? So like, yeah, they're, they're always like picking my work apart and saying that's all fake. All the glow stuff is fake. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, in my well, work. I've seen it in person many times. Yeah, I assure anyone. Yeah, he he was not. obviously like he, he he was like, look, these are like people that try and do portraits, but you know when they're just like they're not yeah. looking that good. Is you nail a portrait, or if you don't, there's no middle. You can't yeah. be middle. No. You know, no. if you're trying to be like Yeah. That's why I won't do any realism stuff because I'm like, I can't I can't do it. Yeah. You either do it well or you just can't do well, it. Well these guys aren't. Yeah. And they're um yeah, and they're calling me out. So well oh well, they're not calling me out. They're just you know, they're bitching. just they're bitching. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he was like, I can't yeah. believe you haven't seen that. And I was like, dude, like I haven't got time to see that shit. Just like off I'm up the here fucking back. You know, yeah. actually tattooing and doing stuff with my life, like yeah, that's so strange. Because I just it like how is that going to make you feel any better about your life and your tattoos by just picking someone else? Yeah, apart? yeah, it doesn't make your candle brighter. No, by it kind doesn't. Of stumping out mine, it's you no know. Point. But it's like as well. There's like there's no factual evidence to it, like yeah. either. You know, it's like your whole thing is just like it's fake. Yeah, that's it. And it's like well, it's not. Yeah. Like, yeah, and you these know, people there's, have there's you probably say. never met you either. Like, I mean, I doubt that they have met you if they live in yeah. Australia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They'd feel really silly if they did meet you, though, because then they'd be like, oh, he's actually a really nice guy, and I'll feel bad. <laughs> yeah, probably, yeah. Like, oh, my insecurities were just getting the better of me, yeah. and I don't understand my emotions properly. Or... Yeah, but it just goes to show that's in it's in every industry. Like it's on YouTube, and then you you know tattoo yeah. industry, you get people like that as well. Someone told so. me one time who was a baker. He says it's in the cake industry. It's rife. People <laughs> like fuck with each other about cakes. I was like about <laughs> cakes. Leave the cakes alone. Have you seen that like, guy's cupcakes? They're awful. Yeah. <laughs> have Have you ever bit into one? Oh. Jesus, undercooked. Yeah. It's all fake. It's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it's just, it's crazy that every industry has it. Barbers have it. Yeah, oh, yeah. You know, yeah. that's quite a bitchy industry, apparently, for those. The yeah. hairdressing and beauty, I imagine, is just. Oh, yeah. It's just in every industry, I think. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. I thought, well, no, I've always been aware that it's in, it's in the tattoo industry as well. I've been around the tattoo industry for so long that um, I knew that kind of coming into it, but. I just keep to myself, so. That's yeah, fine. that's the best yeah. way to be. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. I remember um, Becca telling me one time, she was like, you know what? Never hear about anything about you in the entire industry. And she's like, that's really good. Yeah. Just hear everything about everyone. Yeah. Because you really have, keep yourself yeah. to yourself. And I was like, yeah. It's the best way to be. way to be. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the same though. I'd never heard. I've never heard anything bad about you. Yeah. Ever. It's um, a lot of drama chases. And I think that's why, because yeah. it comes with like the idea of like, I think it's just people feel like they've got something that might get taken away from them. Yeah. You know, whether that's their tattooing or their style or yeah. whatever. And they're just like, ooh, like I need to kind of be really strong and outgoing and outspoken or, you know, someone's yeah. going to come up and take my shit. And I'm like, you well, can't, you can't add on to that. Yeah. You know, kind of insecurity. No, I think that's what I, well, one of the many things I love about Legacy though is that, there's none of that in the shop. Like, no, we don't talk about other tattooers either. We no. just unless it's keep positive. to ourselves. Yeah, 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 yeah. Unless it's like positive and 
complimenting other people's work, but there's no, there's none of that kind of like negativity or like drama or anything that's like brought into the shop. It's mm. everything's just always positive and nice and. I love that. Like, I like that we're just kind of, it feels like we're in our own bubble at the shop and we just kind of stay away from anything else that's like negative. Do you remember when you go to conventions and they're like, there'll be two towers that want to fight and stuff like that. (laughs) I hate that. Always drama. Yeah. Yeah. They're going to be at the bar later. We're going to go down there, speak to them. They said this under my photo. Just turn your phone off, bro. That was honestly every convention I've ever been to, except when I worked Brighton with the shop this year. Oh, that's really? why I stopped yeah. going to them because I was like, there's always drama. There's always people, I don't know, just fighting and there's always just something going on. Someone's with someone's girlfriend now. Yeah. Or like that. yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then worked Brighton this year. And it, it was really nice because we, we didn't even, we weren't even going to go out on the second night. We were all just in the Airbnb watching YouTube videos, being complete nerds. And we were like, do we even want to go to this bar? Yeah. Like, when you we get those nights here? where you're just around a laptop and you're <laughs> yeah. all drinking around the laptop. I love those nights. <laughs> That's literally what we were doing. There was a, the Airbnb had a screen, had the, the TV on the wall and we had YouTube on and we were watching Shania Twain videos. Oof. And then Jess was breakdancing in her bucket hat. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> and then and then we went out, we went to a pub and we were like, why are we here? We should have just stayed in the Airbnb. We we're having a great time there. Yeah. Yeah. That was like my it's favorite It's about the company you keep. That's why. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> the, pub, the pub couldn't change that. No. That's why the drab the drabbit's so popping. Yeah. We were like, oh, we can't. When Jimmy and um, when you guys were coming down and he was like, we're moving to Haverhill. And everyone was like, we've lived here all of our lives. So we have that kind of like attachment to it. But for yeah. people like, you know, you lived in Calgary and you your family's from Brighton and stuff yeah. like that. And then you come into Haverhill. Like, I love you know. Haverhill. <laughs> yeah. So this, this is the thing. It was like, we was kind of like, well, listen, Chris, like we like it because we've been here all the time, but we have to, you know, kind of, show why we like it i guess yeah. to them but they're never gonna understand it they're gonna be like yo what the fuck is this and i thought yeah. jimmy he was in cambridge all He's his life so cambridge boy as yeah well. and he <laughs> loves it so um it was like we'll keep him away from the drabbit <laughs> do things like that and then we go there one time and everyone's like we fucking love the drabbit he, he loves like, the drabbit <laughs> yeah. so much i think it's because he likes the chips and curry sauce he's just like i love the drabbit yeah and we were coming back from the and hospital nines, the other day yeah <laughs> oh, he's like nine jars yeah. yeah nine jars but we were coming back and he was like Oh, I'm so glad we're going to the Drabbit tonight. I love the Drabbit. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I honestly, I love, um, I know obviously, yeah, like Haverhill is just quiet little town. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. But I, I love living here. I think it's great. Because I lived in London for so long. I lived there for like six years. And that was just too much in the end. I was Where did so, you live in London? Uh, I lived in like northwest London, like near Uxbridge and Wembley. Oh, okay, yeah. area. Um, and it just got too much after a while. It's just mm. so expensive, so many people, um, and I was just kind of over it. And then thought about moving back to Brighton, um, but even Brighton now is, like, not what it was when I was little. There's just so many people there, and, again, really expensive. I think it's pretty hard with tattoo industry, industry yeah, there. Yeah, speak, speaking to some of the guys when I was down there, that um, John and he's he was like, it's just there's so many. There's so many, yeah. Tattooers at the moment. Yeah, and then yeah, and then obviously just Calgary came up, and I've always kind of I always liked the idea of living in another country for a while. I just think it's something that everyone should do. Um, yeah. 
or it, you know if the opportunity comes up by all means I take it even if you only go for a year or six months or something I think just being somewhere else for a while makes you I don't know just you you just learn so much about yourself and I guess you haven't got the safety blanket there so you really yeah figure some stuff out about yourself yeah yeah and actually like living in Calgary as much as I enjoyed living there it made me appreciate the UK so much more when I came back mm. like before I I think it's because I was living in London and I was really over it and I was like oh I'm just I just want to live somewhere else and then um yeah like living now in another country for a little bit just made me appreciate home a lot more um but then coming back here and moving to Cambridge and now Haverhill and obviously Cambridge is only like 20 minutes away yeah um I'm like I love it here it's my favorite place I've ever lived <laughs> yeah now you're driving yeah <laughs> yeah yeah although do you know what's really funny I passed my test and I've barely driven recently <laughs> well yeah I'm not surprised yeah because I'm so sorry I've got hiccups um my bump is so big now and because I'm so small, <laughs> I have to sit, I usually have to sit so close to the steering wheel. Yeah, and yeah. Because my bump is so <laughs> big. On like, the horn the whole I'm time. I'm literally, I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> like, so I'll get, to, I'll move the seat so I'm at a comfortable kind of position for my stomach, but then my feet can't touch the pedals. <laughs> so, so I haven't really been driving recently. I've just been a passenger princess. And it's fine. Yeah, you've got your personal chauffeur anyway, I, He so. is, yeah. He will literally take me anywhere though, which is so nice. I'm always like, mm, I really want some snacks from Sainsbury's. And he's like, would you like me to drive you there? And I'm like, yes, please. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just like waddling into Sainsbury's at eight o'clock at night to go get some crisps. Yeah. Do you have any um, crazy cravings? Um, do, recently, I haven't been. Honestly, all I've wanted to eat for the last few weeks is just like nice home cooked dinner. Which yeah, is... what like kind of, do you mean like kind of wintry dinner? Yeah, or, like yeah. wintry, oh my God. Oh, like a I would say pie a stew or and don't get me started on James making his stew. Because it's all he's talked about for the last, the, uh, he made this stew like three weeks ago. And I swear to God, he talked about it every single day in the shop for about two weeks. What, Josh, how good it was? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Josh was getting so annoyed with him. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I was away then. <laughs> Stew period. <laughs> but he was like so proud of himself because he went into Sainsbury's and he got all the ingredients for this stew for like two pounds. And he was telling everyone that he made this two pound stew. Yeah. But yeah, things like that I've really wanted to eat recently, just like wintry, mm. like delicious, home dinner um but like throughout pregnancy i've had i like it's gone from one end to the other like one week i want something really really sweet and the next week i just want to eat tackies as you know yeah yeah and now when you I can't went, when i went through my tacky stage i keep forgetting when i see them i know and then you're like oh i wish i could if i'm my oh, heartburn so i'm like Fuck, yeah well that's the thing i was eating them all the time and then i started getting really bad heartburn and then I just thought, I can't eat these anymore. <laughs> I think it was from the tackies. Probably. <laughs> oh, do you know those like massive bags though? Like the, uh, I don't even know how many is in there, but it's like, the, it's like the same size as a bag of Doritos, but there's so many tackies in there. And there was one day where I literally ate a whole bag and I didn't eat any dinner. I just ate a bag Really? Of God, that's like salt for like three years. Oh, I know. That's prob <laughs> that probably set off my heartburn for the rest yeah. of my pregnancy. Yeah, for the rest of your life. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was, yeah, I was craving those. And then other than that, there was just like one state, I think it was like the early weeks 
I just really wanted trifle. And it's because Joe's... Oh, man, I hate trifle. So I'm not normally a trifle eater. I'm yeah. not normally a sweet... I'm normally a savoury person. And then Joe was talking... I remember he was standing at the desk in the shop. And he's like, yeah... I was like really sad last night, so I went and bought a trifle and just ate oh, this yeah, entire trifle. Oh yeah, I remember trifle. that. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and then I was thinking, "Ooh, really Ooh. fancy a trifle now." And then he got it into my head, and for honestly, like two weeks after he said that, all I could think about was trifle. But I couldn't find a vegan one anywhere. There was like no vegan trifles, and I really wanted just you know those like just the standard trifle as well, just ones that. So it's got cake out. in it. Yeah, so there's... It's got kind of like a cake, jelly, cream. Yeah, it's custard. actually got really thinking about it, all the stuff that I like in it. But the reason why I don't like it was because I went to a New Year's party and then the mum, she didn't stay there. She was kind of like, oh, have a good time. I've made trifle. And there was like this <laughs> big bowl of trifle there that looked really good. But a kid threw up in it. Oh, no. And I've never, I've, nah. Like, I've never <laughs> eaten it ever again. When I saw it, I was like, oh. Oh no! Yeah, that I can see how that would put you off forever. But yeah, I did. I did eventually get my trifle though. Um, Where did you find it? James's mum made me one. Oh, a homemade, delicious vegan trifle. Wow, oh, yeah, it was so good. I'm a sticky toffee pudding guy, you know. Oh yeah, so <laughs> good. <laughs> yeah, we're custard. Yeah, throughout pregnancy, I've been a real dessert person recently. Mm. That's just, the baby asking for it. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, normally I'm not really like that. I'm, I'm normally a starters, like starters and then savoury snacks. And then now I'm just like, I just want pudding all the time. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Although I'm at the stage of pregnancy now where I'll literally just eat anything. I'm like, just give me food. Just yeah, yeah. food all day. <laughs> got to have some spicy food. You've got to smoke them out now. Yeah. Oh, apparently yeah. that's the thing it brings on labour, right? I don't know if that's an old wives' tale. Yeah. Yeah. Drink a, I don't know, a chilli drink or something. A chilli drink. Chilli beer you can get, can't you? Uh, get <laughs> chilli beer? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so weird to think I'm actually allowed to have alcohol soon. Yeah, do you drunk. think you, now because you've been off of it so long, do you think you'll ever go back? Because, like, this was the thing, say, with Emily, we used to have, like, you know, our drinking habits leading up to having a child, but yeah. then she had so long off, like, she kind of had that thing of, like, oh, like, I feel a lot better not being, you know, obviously yeah. she drinks the odd now, but it's very, like, minimal. Yeah, you know? yeah, I think I think having a baby does, like, change you because you just go so long. And then I think you And then you're going to have to breastfeed and stuff, yeah. so it's going to be like, and well, if you go down that route. Yeah, but I think you also have it in the back of your head that if anything goes, because you're, you're responsible for this person, yeah. so you're, I think you, it definitely would probably make you more controlled with alcohol, I think. I've, I've never really been a massive drinker anyway. Yeah. But, um... Yeah, I mean, I, one thing I am really excited about is to have a vegan Bailey's at Christmas. Oh yeah, yeah, I love. I, I got love some from. Um, I got some from Berlin before it yeah. um, hit the UK years ago for yeah. Emily. It's so good. Yeah, it is good. Yeah, yeah, from a place. It's a supermarket called Vegans. There, oh. they've got. It's like a chain of them. They have. Yeah, there. they've got so much good vegan food in yeah. Berlin. Yeah, and then above it, they had like a vegan clothes shop, oh, so you nice. can buy like fake leather boots and that's cool. all that stuff. It was yeah. pretty cool. So last yeah. question, and then we'll wrap this up because I think we've, do, we've done an hour now. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Flies, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, when you get back to tattooing, yeah. what's the plan? What have you, have you got any kind of ideas or stuff that you would want to tattoo? Any kind of yeah. project ideas that you think of? or Yeah, so 
Well, last few the, for the last few months, I've kind of been winding down a bit with tattooing, so I've just been like doing like smaller pieces and stuff. But when I come back to tattooing, I really want to start some like bigger pieces. Um, yeah. I've been working on a sleeve, like my first proper full sleeve on someone um, who's just the nicest customer ever, and we're doing like an autumnal theme. Yeah, sleeve, yeah, which that's is really nice cool. one. Yeah, yeah. And I'd love to do more stuff like that, like bigger projects. And I think whilst I'm off on maternity, I want to try and draw up some like bigger stuff to tattoo. Um, so I'd like to do that. But I also like, I really just kind of want to draw stuff that's a bit different for me as well. Um, maybe a bit more, because I do a lot of girly stuff, like flowers and birds and things like that. But I really want to do some more kind of darker, like, horror creepy stuff? stuff like creepy stuff yeah oh, yeah yeah and like even like some bits of like japanese elements put in and stuff i'd love to draw stuff like that so yeah yeah i don't know i'm just gonna draw whilst i'm off and see where it takes me i suppose yeah yeah i guess <laughs> that's a nice time because there's no pressure because you have to do that like yeah. you have to you have to be away from the shop um for your child so yeah then you just get to sit at home and think yeah, and just like draw up some stuff. I've got, I have actually got a list in my phone of like different ideas of like things that I really want to draw and just see where it where it goes. But I want to do a flash book, like just to put on the desk in the shop of like stuff I really want to tattoo. And then when people come into the shop, or I can obviously post it online as well, um, just be like, who wants this? Mm. <laughs> this is something new and exciting. Do you me. do that in your notes when you have an idea of something? Oh, my God, yeah. Yeah, and do, do you ever read them back and go, what the hell is that? Sometimes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. there'll be really random keywords I've picked where it'd be like <laughs> yellow lemon pamphlet or something, yeah. and you're like, what the hell is that? Yeah, I've got, I've got honestly, like, notes for everything in my phone. The funniest one you have to ask James about, though, because he's got notes in his phone of inventions that he's thought of <laughs> and they are the most strangest inventions ever and sometimes he reads them out to me i've asked him if i can like sit and read through it and he won't let me <laughs> oh really okay oh but there's some had, weird ones in there then yeah he's told us about some of them you know the vegan fishing like mechanical fishing oh, and yeah. Stuff. <laughs> yeah so he wants to do that but yeah sometimes i i read through my notes and i'm like that was a that was a bit strange but I would love to read through James's. <laughs> mm. I'll get him to say him on the podcast. I think oh, he's going to be the next one. Yeah, that'll be a good one. He's so funny. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to wait because Joe's back because he's sick still. Yeah. And I think Ashley got sick. So. Oh, no. Yeah. They've all, they've all got it. So That's what happens when you've got kids, while. though. They bring back all the bugs and germs from yeah. school and then everyone gets ill. So. so if anyone's wondering where Joe is... That's where he is. Oh, and I was away before in Berlin, so he wasn't <laughs> in those episodes. But, yeah, he's, he's unfortunately, he's sick. So oh, I actually God. haven't seen him for three and a bit weeks. Really? Yeah. Oh, my God, it's been Because it fell, it fell on the week before. Um, he dropped me off to the airport, <clears throat> and then I was a week off. And then, yeah, then last week and then this week. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's so long. Yeah. Oh, bless him. I don't, I can't, I feel like I've not seen anyone in ages because I've just been off work now. I've been off for two weeks. Mm. And I, I feel, well, no, I think it, is it two weeks or three weeks? I don't know. It feels like it's been yeah. forever. <laughs> and I'm just, yeah, I feel like I haven't seen anyone in ages. Like, there's at least one day a week where I'll just come to the shop and hang out because I miss everyone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like, no, 
so bored at home by myself, just waiting to have a baby. So I'm going to go. And Such a weird feeling as well. It's, it's really like, weird. It's like, you when know, when, it gonna come out? you know, uh, the thing I can compare it to, do you know when you're off over Christmas and you have like Christmas day and then you have that time between Christmas oh, day. Oh, the, the no man's land time yeah, where you don't New know Year's. what time it is. And yeah. You don't know what day of the week it is. Yeah. You don't know what day it is. Or yeah, you're, just, yeah. you're just kind of sitting around, I guess, just waiting to go back to work and doing absolutely nothing mm. that is what it feels like currently like between like being off work and having the baby feels like i'm in no man's land yeah yeah literally just sitting around all day in my pants just wondering what to it's, do it's such a weird feeling for a for a woman to it's like really just sit down weird. and go happen are you are you are you scared um i wouldn't say i'm scared no but i'm like anxious but anxious in a good way like women have been doing it for millennia so yeah you know and i'm just uh, honestly i'm going straight for the painkillers yeah gas and air immediately yeah yeah Yeah, i think you have to well they have to my uh, scarlet was born she her mum had an epidural but it didn't work oh no and then she had to be put to sleep because like um that scares me yeah yeah but yeah. then Emily's just had beer, gas, and air, and yeah. But Emily's went. just Emily, isn't she? She's yeah. like so tough, and I just, I, I, you know, she's a bad bitch. <laughs> yeah, I, I think, um, I would love to see Jimmy's face. Oh in my the, god, the process. Yeah, maybe if my epidural like works enough that I'm just like a bit more chill, I'll just take a picture of him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's hold still, <laughs> pace uh, in the room. Honestly. <laughs> I think he's probably going to be a bit more stressed than me because I'm quite good at, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to like breathe through it. I'm going to try and stay calm and chill. Mm. But I think he's going to be like, oh, my God, what's happening? What's going on? Did you guys go to any of those? Did you go to any couples, like the birthing class things? No. Or? So I asked the hospital about them and then they recommended NCT. Right. Um and then I looked and it was like four hundred pounds and I was Whoa, like Whoa, okay. Yeah. We just got ours for free. Oh, well that time. I, it was just on the up on the chalkstone. Oh. You come and just sat in a circle and then they kind of tell you about babies. Oh. And then well, like yeah. how to put on a nappy and stuff. <laughs> there was that there. And I remember I was like <laughs> it was really funny because I already had a kid. Yeah. But we went and it was like, you know, like a load of dummies kind of with us like so, oh really? Yeah, like no one knew anything. So yeah. I was like, you know, when there was like, we had to answer the questions, and no one answered any questions apart from me. Like it was one of those things where oh, I was really? looking around the room, and I'm like, I'm gonna put my hand up again, like you yeah. know. And it'd be really simple stuff like that. Like if your baby's crying, there yeah. are some things that might be wrong with the child. What do you think <laughs> they could be? And then the, the room would just be silent, and then it'd be like. <laughs> They might need a nappy change. Yes, they might need a nappy change. And then if like yeah. anything else, and then look around and it would just be silent again. And be like they're hungry. Yeah, <laughs> just anything. They're sick. Yes, it was like yeah. it was. It was yeah. a very weird experience. You know? I've actually watched like loads of YouTube videos. To be honest, which I yeah, know I can't bet you get way better so, information out there yeah. than any of those circle things. Well, yeah. that's what I was thinking. That's why I was like, wasn't too stressed about doing it because I've like yeah we've watched youtube videos and um emily got me a book for my baby shower that yeah, I yeah, read yeah. as well and um and i think a lot of it is well you know 
obviously the baby's not here yet, but probably just figuring it out as you go as well. Mm, yeah. um, but also I have a nephew and I was you around know. when he was a baby. So. Yeah. Yeah. You, you just know naturally. Yeah. Like it all takes over. Definitely. I think especially for women, you just, your natural instinct will literally just take over and then you're like, oh, I'll be okay. But, I mean, we're so lucky nowadays because we've got our phones and if we are a bit unsure about something, like, we can just look it up or... Yeah, or people like my mum around, she knows everything. Yeah. Give yeah. you her <laughs> number. I call her about everything. She's about actually training to be person who does, like, the phone calls for 111 now. Oh, cool. Yeah, that's so really she's cool. just, like, because she knows everything, she's like, that's going to be a really easy yeah. job. So. Yeah. I feel like my sister... So my sister works in a doctor's surgery mm. um, and she's like that as well. She just seems to, like, know everything yeah that's <laughs> but good i'm like i'll message her and i'm like what's what's this and she's like i think it, it could be this and then i'm like okay <laughs> yeah yeah right, then she should do that job to be fair she, i think mm. she'd be really good at it. you're not like the only thing my they were saying is that what's hard about it for her is that you can't diagnose yeah yeah no, so she can't. was like you just have to do the Advise. do you need an ambulance here's the thing yeah. but they put the diet she can put her diagnosis on the notes but that will go to the person in, uh, in the receiving end yeah so she's like instead of her being like oh well it sounds like you're having a heart attack so like oh you can't God. do that you know or whatever uh, yeah so. oh my god but, well yeah. i'm looking forward to seeing you as a mother i know next time it's that exciting. you'll come on we'll have the baby on the podcast oh blah blah <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> all crying <Big> phones up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yeah. then um yeah see what all that brings in your future and stuff yeah. so good luck thank you i'm um, very excited it's gonna yeah. be great but yeah, no, honestly, any any minute now I could be going into labour. So I was thinking today, I was like, what if her water breaks on the podcast? Oh and we're God. like, we have an emergency, folks. <laughs> <laughs> be like, right back. My waters have broken on the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll have to continue another day. <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah. Well, thank you for coming down as yeah, well. No I know worries, that it seems time. it actually seems like for anyone listening, Belle did want to do this before yeah. she come down, just in case, <laughs> force this pregnant lady to come down to do the podcast. Oh, no, no. I'm just happy to have something to do today. Um, yeah, this is so nice. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just like us chatting anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, from the days that you haven't been out, and now we've just had, like, the the whole time to chat. So. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and I feel like I haven't seen you in, like, weeks as well because you're yeah. away. So it's nice to have a catch-up. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> well, see you on the other side yeah. then, Bill. Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'll be back.